Hello, horror fans. Welcome back to Selling the Screen, the show about horror movies with one horror nerd and one horror noob. I'm Jed Donaldson, the aforementioned noob. Uh, with me today, as always, is my co-host, the uh, the nerd, Josh Oakham. How's it going, Josh? I, I like that the that just became the the nickname on this one. That's just uh, yeah. It's it's both a descriptor and and your official nickname. And it wasn't it wasn't at all totally because I forgot the the bit. The gimmick. That I, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think that would be like if you know. Not that I would ever have been a professional athlete, but like if if I did and I had like some sort of nickname, like the everybody's like the train or something, just like the football player, like that would be a good nickname, right? Just uh... yeah, no, I think that's <laughs> more football players should go by that. <laughs> um, how are you doing, Jed? Yeah, you know, I'm I'm okay. I'm here. We're doing the podcast. What more yeah. do you want? Yeah, it's uh, a nice uh, eye of the storm moment maybe right now. So <laughs> it's uh, yeah, just get your get your deep breath breaths in now because <laughs> we might have some shit to say on this episode. Um, we 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 do tend to release them like fairly close to our release date, and uh, uh, well, I I am trying to be mindful of dating these episodes. Um. We we just had in the U.S. Uh, Roe versus Wade get overturned yesterday. Um, which, About woo. time. <laughs> and uh, yeah, you had it too good for too long, Josh. <laughs> I had some jokes written here, just you know about like being bald and getting like my first sunburn of the year. But like, yeah, it's uh... <laughs> you don't feel like joking when like. Like fifty percent of the population just had a huge chunk of their rights just kind of shit on. Oh yeah, and, and you know even if I were a selfish fuck that like didn't care about that, that the tool used to undermine those rights is the right to privacy, which uh, current sitting justices say not in the Constitution. <laughs> so, woo. <laughs> yeah. Mm. I yeah. I don't I don't want to talk too much about this sort of stuff. Yeah, it's it just it's <laughs> if you if you listen to the show, you probably have a general idea of what our politics are. Um, you can agree or disagree, whatever. <laughs> I don't want to I don't want to force people to listen to it when they probably have to hear enough in their day to day, though. So, yeah, no, uh, I, I absolutely get that. But I. I you know, I, we're going to get into what our movie is. Maybe I'll, I do want to catch up a little bit here, but uh, um, yeah. it, it, it ended up being like an oddly kind of <laughs> yeah. on point movie that I was not. <laughs> oddly, um, you know, oddly. Appropriate, not appropriate, certainly not appropriate, but uh, I, I what's the word I'm looking for? I just completely I'm so I'm so flustered and angry. I got I just lost vocabulary like um, I'm, I'm ironic, but in the Alanis Morissette sense right. of the word it's not <laughs> coincidence that's <laughs> what's whatever what's there I should, the germans have to have one what's the word for the opposite of serendipity what's the <laughs> i mean the only german thing that's coming to mind right now is schadenfreude but i'm not really enjoying what i'm seeing so yeah no it's it would be it would be a different one i'm, I'm sure um 
German, German uh, listeners, please, please write in. Um, but yeah, um, I mean, other than that, like, what, what about you? You got anything going on? <laughs> I getting my first sunburn of the year, like I like to do. Um, nice. I get back. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 uh, I, I, I don't remember what the sun does to my head like every year. It takes me like two horrifying sunburns <laughs> into like late spring, early summer before. I don't understand. You've got such a luxurious head of hair to protect your scalp from that sort of stuff. What, what's going on? <laughs> uh, not, not that I went bald at twenty. <laughs> Oh yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, it's a it's a good time. Uh, other than that, been kind of out here doing some some house hunting, hanging with the kiddo. What have uh, what have, what have you been up to? It was good. Jacking shit. Uh, <laughs> I did a lot of housework today. If anybody gives a shit. <laughs> well, you know we've got like our dedicated like yeah. the people who listen to it for the housework. Oh yeah, segments. No, <laughs> Doing all the fan I mean, art. Nothing, nothing exciting. <laughs> I'm gonna do some like slash fic with me in a vacuum cleaner. <laughs> I I mean no, my my youngest son Simon doing he's playing soccer this year. Um, trying to just kind of ferry him around from practices to games to all sorts of stuff. Although it's been really kind of shitty here weather-wise so we haven't had a practice in like two weeks <laughs> and oh, um, this week is no exception just the fields are just sponges right now so yeah my my son's baseball got canceled i was um i'm not a big fan of, of the baseball one so uh <laughs> that's, a, those... that's a win for you Scrolling <laughs> <Josh>. <laughs> um, my child's experiences i don't have to go to practice <laughs> <laughs> I mean, do any kids like playing? I, I think there's like one kid on his team who really likes playing baseball, but it's like, I, I don't. <laughs> it's weird when when you, I mean, I played a lot of sports when I was when I was younger, like all the way up until high school when it, sports start stopped being fun and started being a job. <laughs> yeah, I played I played baseball, I played soccer, I, um, I mean I I did that whole thing and I enjoyed doing it, um. So I kind of want my kids to have that same experience. It's weird though when you're when you're a parent and you're going to these things. Like at the time, like when I was young and I was on the team, like I knew there were kids who were good and kids who were not so good, right? And you always made fun of the nerds who didn't know how to throw ball. <laughs> now my kids are that nerd. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. really it's really strange when you go to the practice and like you see like there's three or four kids who really fucking get it, and you're like, how? <laughs> I haven't done anything, you know, I haven't done anything wrong with my children, I don't think. Why are these kids, like, super athletic and mine are not? Um, have Have you set back-breaking expectations on them? <laughs> well, there, there's I your mean, problem. <laughs> oh, I didn't tiger mom hard enough. <laughs> but do we talk about children's sports here on the show? <laughs> it may be appropriate today. <laughs> All these little skinless babies. Oh yeah, sneak preview, folks. This one, this this is a rough one. <laughs> it's definitely it's definitely grim. <laughs> um, so yeah, to we don't talk about children's sports. We talk about horror movies. Duh. 
uh, specifically ones that Josh has put together. He's uh, nice, kindly thrown together a list, uh, hoping to turn me into a fan. I guess he's done a pretty good job because I'm still here and I've watched like 60 of these things at this point. Um, low, low 50s. <laughs> well, I mean, maybe I've done some stuff off uh, off mic. <laughs> okay. Put that I on haven't. me. I haven't. Uh, low 50s. I was just, you know. Yeah. I don't watch movies on my own. <laughs> Unless it's for uh, recording purposes, I don't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> Sit in a box. Yes. Um, okay, I'll, I'll let you finish up the, the spiel. All right. Let's, we'll yeah, so he put, he put together a list, trying to turn me into a fan. He's doing an okay job. He's kind of shat out some stinkers at me the last couple go-arounds, but we're not going to talk about those. We're going to talk about this today. Today, we're going to talk about Impedagore. Yeah. Which maybe someday we'll get back to movies that people have heard of. <laughs> uh, now this is what we're doing. We're doing Indonesian horror films. <laughs> I, I, I would argue with you that the people of Indonesia, the fourth most populous nation <laughs> on the planet, have heard of this movie. It's, it was a it was a it was a big hit. That's fair. Do anyone listen to the show? <laughs> uh, yeah, that's the. Uh, uh, you know the, the the segment of the fan base that's doing the the, the fan art right now. Um, I, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe, hopefully, hey, that'd be great. Um, Fingers crossed. <laughs> this was a um, runaway hit there. Not not as much as his uh, his first horror movie, this uh, Joko Anwar, uh, who's a writer, director, critic, journalist. Um, Which I mean the. As odd as it is, I feel like I've heard that name before, but I can't for the life of me think of any reason why that should be the case. <laughs> I mean, it's got a, a good mouthfeel. It's a, it's mm-hmm. definitely one that, like, if you've heard somebody say it, you'd be like, oh, that's a, that's a good name. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to deny that, yeah. <laughs> um, but he, uh, he did a couple other movies. He's a pretty, you know, I got his fingers in a lot of different genres. Um but he uh, did a remake of the most successful Indonesian horror film of all time, Satan's Slaves, a, a, a film from the, I, I think, late 70s, early 80s. Um, that was the highest grossing Indonesian film of all time. And his remake um, became the new highest grossing Indonesian film of all time. Um, <laughs> they like what they like over there, I guess. <laughs> fingers crossed for these Avatar sequels. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> can't can't wait for like nobody to be able to describe the plot of all of them in the next ten years. <laughs> Isn't this next one like called Waterworld or something like that? <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's got like it's a like name Avatar makes... colon but wet. <laughs> <laughs> Avatar now... Avatar colon wet butt. <laughs> <laughs> now now you're gonna get it even more confused with the Nickelodeon show Avatar. <laughs> um, no, but. Uh... Yeah, the, the this re- this remake that he put out was a monstrous hit, and uh, their versions of the Academy Awards, the uh, the Citro Awards, mm-hmm. version of the Academy Awards, their National Film Awards, um, he's won three times now. Um, and Pettigrew, yeah, <laughs> they just um, submitting it. <laughs> uh, and Pettigrew also. The most nominated Citra Award uh, movie of all time. 17 nominations. 
that we're that we're covering today. Six wins, um, including best I believe best picture and best director. Uh, yeah, they uh, they are on the the Joko Anwar train over there. Um, <laughs> um, I've I've liked pretty much all. The, I've only watched this horror stuff, but I, I like all three of them. This is probably my favorite of the three that I am familiar with. I he, I know one that he wrote, Queen of Black Magic, not too bad. Um, in addition to Satan Slaves, but uh, yeah, this one's uh, kind of kind of my favorite of of all of those. Um, he's also in charge now of like uh he did a superhero movie that from like a popular indonesian series over there and they're like continuing off of his movie and kind of doing like the indonesian mcu like off of uh some some comics that are you know big over there so um all right good on him (laughs) um this one i i find really fascinating too especially coming off uh you know blood on on satan's claw and uh kind of having folk horror a bit more on my mind recently um to to do folk horror from a country that's you know not a white christian nation uh it's it's uh largest also uh predominantly muslim nation in the world um real interesting history 17,000 islands in indonesia with um one of the most diverse populations um on the planet so um kind That's, of interesting to see <laughs> what is being produced like I, I don't know that i would have pegged them as muslim but it does make uh, a particular line in the movie make a little more sense to me now when they're at a gravesite and she tries to say the 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 prayer for the dead and her friend says you don't have to say it in arabic just say it in indonesian <laughs> <laughs> yeah just japanese or whatever yeah. um yeah, no, it's um, you know, there's definitely that out there. I I, I kind of looked a little bit into Muslim horror um, because it's kind of a blind spot for me. Um, before I wanted to record this show and found an event that I, I think a, a school in Michigan puts on. Um, that the title made me laugh quite a bit. Um, their Muslim horror film festival is called Halaloween. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm a dad. I'm a sucker for a good pun. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah that's a good one though <laughs> um this is a movie that uh that he was trying to get made for a number of years and it was kind of based on um you know growing up with some kind of folk legends and also just uh, a shitty older brother who apparently told him that the um traditional puppets used in i think it was Wyong or whatever that the, the there's a there's a big element of this that involves the shadow puppets like the shadow puppets i thought that was really cool yeah but his uh older brother had told him when he was little that those were made out of human skin (laughs) what a douche rocket (laughs) um do you have anything that you like that you believed as a child that you like what kind of a fucking question is that no i'm just saying like any any like untruth about the world that maybe you held on to too long because it sounds like this stuck with him um i had a one of my my mom and my aunt convinced me when i was little uh because there were there was a bridge that had gone out in florida and there was two bridges side by side and one of them had a had a 
terrible tragic accident where like the middle of the bridge had fallen out. Mm-hmm. My um, family convinced me that both bridges had a hole in it and that we were when we would drive to go see my great grandmother that we would have to like go fast enough to jump the hole and land on the other side i believed this until i was like in my teens i was like why would they do that (laughs) uh the only thing that really comes to mind for me is that for the longest time i thought the rectum and the anus were two separate things What what did you think they were? Uh, I'm assuming I don't you got know. one. Of I, I don't one have of a good I don't have a good explanation for that. <laughs> oh, they were, as far as I remember, they were just they were close together, but they weren't the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, got it. Which um, admittedly is not as scary as your thing. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Like, what if you got in a career in medicine or something? <laughs> like... <laughs> we can all breathe a sigh of relief that I'm not a doctor. <laughs> Truly, the like, uh, you would have earned the punchline of rectum nearly killed him. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how that makes sense, but it does. So. <laughs> um. Yeah, but but uh, this movie he he was it was in development for quite a bit and just kind of never really got going um, for like ten years and that allowed him to kind of build this cachet of winning all these awards. So another thing about this movie is like uh, the most award winning uh, Citra actress of all time is in this movie. Um, do you want to do you want to guess who that is? Of all, I. Ooh. I'm going to guess it's uh it's the grandma? Yes. <laughs> the mother? Uh, Miss Nee. Um that is Christine Hakim who is a uh I believe this was her 7th No, no, I'm sorry. This was her ninth win. Um so like kiss my ass Meryl Streep I guess. Like that's <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you don't see her bringing in the the big uh big nominations over in Indonesia. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so it was like kind of kind of a, a big get and she she signed on to this movie script unseen and uh didn't really know uh she she kind of had some inkling she was going to be in a horror movie but she'd never been in a horror movie before so uh yeah it was kind of a a, a big get and like very against type <laughs> it's kind of wild like why would you <laughs> why would you sign on script unseen to a movie that you don't even know what kind of movie it is it's, a jo- it's that Joko Anwar, baby. It's, uh, oh, it's that, that a... swag. <laughs> um, but yeah, this uh, huge, huge hit there. It was picked up as a, a, again, I would like to get that Shutter money for how much I'll, I'll keep pimping them. But um, the, this is a it cl- classified as a Shutter original. And what Shutter original tends to mean a lot is like movie we got a deal on that was like a hit overseas or like an, an indie that was like a feature like a, a darling that we picked up so shutter original means no one else is gonna bring it to you <laughs> good luck seeing it if we don't do it yeah yeah it's gonna weigh i mean and mandy we previously covered mandy um i, I as i like i said as little as i watch stuff outside of the podcast like i 
did sign up for Shutter. I didn't mean to sign up for it for two years, but I forgot to say I don't want to be a Shutter member anymore. <laughs> that's uh, that's what's going on right now. Um, I think there's a lot of cool stuff on Shutter. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of really neat stuff on there. So um, I, I I encourage folks who are into the stuff that uh, we talk about on the show if they're not already members to sign up for it. But let's let's, uh, let's talk a little bit about what's going on in this one because I think this is a um you know I kind of mentioned it's a folk horror movie it's mm-hmm. we have uh you know just this just this village where people just uh hang out and vibe and just that's <laughs> <laughs> definitely the, the the read I got on it <laughs> <laughs> not nothing terrifying at all no um no our, our movie actually starts in the in the city. Um, there's a, a big thing in folk horror that uh, didn't, I don't think we really mentioned on the last episode, and we kind of talked about it a little bit, um, maybe in midsummer. But that one of the elements of folk horror is that uh, that Texas Chainsaw city folk <laughs> kind of maybe underestimating and and not understanding the situation that they're in when they right. go out the, into the country. Um, can, I mean, can I can I jump ahead for just a second and say yeah. I really enjoyed the uh, I get, I want it's it's got to be it has to be a reference to Texas Chainsaw Massacre with the the final girl jumping in the back of a truck and scream cry laughing her way back, oh, yeah. back to civilization. <laughs> I really I, enjoyed that. <laughs> yeah, no, it was a it was a nice little callback. Um, but yeah, the uh, we have we have two friends, uh, Dini and uh, Maya, um, and they are toll booth toll booth workers in Jakarta. Um, and they are, you know, lonely on their shift or in your little toll booth. One of them's working, a, a Dini's working at a busy station and Maya's working at a very slow station mm-hmm. and just kind of shooting the shit with one another, they're talking about their, their lives and kind of their dreams of opening up a, a, a clothing store with each other. Um, yeah. yeah. Did, did the, I find this. To, to set them up pretty quickly as a, as a pair to root for. And I, I actually really like this opening scene. Um, both, both what, where it culminates in and like just them shooting the shit, it felt really, really natural. And I don't know how much of it is, um, like localization or whatever. Um, but it, you know, a lot of times you watch a foreign movie and it, it feels foreign. Like you can't quite, like they might be talking about stuff that that we would talk about, but just like kind of the the way they phrase it and the way they talk, it, yeah. It, it, maybe it's just through the subtitles and through that like that lens of localization, you just, something gets lost. This felt very natural to me. Yeah, and there's a I, I think a, even though they're on the phone, they're in these they're separate little compartments. There's a you can tell there's like a, a chemist a nice chemistry in their conversation and. Right. Uh, you get very quickly that uh, Maya's kind of the introvert and maybe a little bit of like um, a little shyer, maybe a little bit of a pushover um, or just doesn't stick up for herself. And that Dini is like kind of the, the, the wild one in their relationship, the one who moves things along. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, which, you know, I, I, I think is a, a good thing to establish here up front as, we immediately place Maya in danger. She is, she mentions that there's been a, uh, this, this dead end 
uh, bridge that she's working tolls on. That's that there's been a guy who comes and looks at her really creepy and her friends trying to reassure. Her, and then the same guy pulls up um, and it seems like maybe he wants to do more Then he gets a, a truck comes behind him. So it just happens to be there's another car. She's relieved. But then the truck pulls away and you see that he has not left. He's pulled over uh, and he's coming towards her booth. Um, yeah, not only is he pulled over, he's gotten out of his car and is coming towards the booth. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's, it's you know, it's it's the same kind of, if you've seen a toll booth, you, you know what kind of situation she's in. She's like in a trapped in a little box with a little window. Barely um, bigger than she is. <laughs> yeah. As this guy is like asking her questions of, about what her name is and if she's from a certain village. Um, and before he finally... Want, walks off as she's feeling relieved, but she sees that he's she he's walked off to go get uh, a machete <laughs> out of his car. Yeah, and come come back to attack her. <laughs> you, you feel a little a little less uh, a little less good at that point. <laughs> <laughs> he asks if her name is Rahayu, and he asks if she's from a village called Harjasari. And um, what we come to find out later, after he's attacked her and tried to cut her and and stabbed into her leg uh, tried to cut like her head and, and stabbed into her leg where we can see there's like a scar um he gets killed by the police he's the the, the her friend has has saved the day he's about to kill her <laughs> yeah he's he's about to chop her in the head um and police shoot him and, and put him down we get a little bit of a, a a time jump um but yeah this you you mentioned you know kind of both parts of this scene being executed fairly well. Did this kind of, did this work to grab you pretty well? Yeah, this, this opening scene is, um, like I said, I, I enjoyed the back and forth between the, the two friends. Um, and then it, they ratcheted up the tension pretty quickly with the, the creepy guy. And then right to the assault and, uh, you know, bit killing of the, the, uh, assailant, which was, yeah. I thought pretty intense. <laughs> yeah. And then we, um, we get a little bit of a jump because now they're they're no longer toll booth attendants. They're they have their their dream was to sell clothing and they are now selling clothing, but it's like in a you know dingy, rundown, creepy market. Yeah, they, they, <laughs> they took a took a booth in a spot that was just like low rent. Yeah, yeah. So they're 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 not doing very well. Um, when uh. We we find out a few things about about uh, Maya because she's started to look into why did this person think she was from that village or whatever and finds that uh, there's a picture of her that her her aunt who had raised her had told her was uh, her parents and I believe it had written Rahaya on the back of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think she said she remembered that her aunt called her that sometimes and t- and then she stopped and started calling her Maya. Yes. And the picture uh, has the name of her father on it. Um, was that Dunkwaga? The, the, yeah. the guy asked about. Yes. Yeah. So um, what her friend notices is that they're they're standing in this picture in front of a fucking huge house. <laughs> which, um, you know, yeah. it's like it's it's really strange. It took me <laughs> till about halfway through the movie to kind of place it. But like the friend is really kind of a stereotypical kind of wacky sassy asian sidekick character (laughs) (laughs) like you you see this sort of almost over the top 
uh, like really broad, almost a caricature of a person. You see it in a lot of like animation and in like comedies and stuff. Um, yeah. And I, I kind of, I wasn't expecting to see that type of character here in this movie. <laughs> I don't know, man. I like, I, I get that. Um, I'm not saying I, it, I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying that I wasn't expecting yeah. that kind of performance in this show. But I've also I've also known people who have like a whole bunch of side hustles and are very like money yeah. minded. And then, and then there's other kinds of people who like you know do a podcast. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it takes all types. Uh, yeah. I mean. Speaking of which, uh, Casper mattresses. Um, <laughs> Please, Casper. <laughs> uh, but they, her, her friend basically realizes that you know, hey, you you might have an inheritance. You might have a piece of property that you can sell. Right. And this might if, be worth looking into. Right. If this is legit. Yeah. That's a big house, <laughs> and if it's yours. <laughs> yeah. Um, but another uh, ominous thing happens here because there's there's not really too many things in this movie that that go by without something uh, ominous happening. Right. <laughs> um, it's uh, that the wound that she'd gotten with the machete in her leg on that scar, like a little vial comes out of that when she's in the bathroom, and she pulls it out, and inside that vial is a little scroll um, that that she's not able to read, and and we get a little jump scare. <laughs> Yeah, Dini comes back just, into the bathroom. <laughs> just uh, it, imagine, if you will, that her leg is a fortune cookie. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Maya drops the drops the note in the in the toilet, and uh, y- you know, she's luckily has already taken a picture of it. But um, yeah, I that's feel just, like that's she's how these not, go. Hey, not concerned enough about the <laughs> ancient scroll that came out of her leg wound. <laughs> Maybe it's just me. That's yeah, that'd be like a hell of a thing to turn up on Dr. Pimple Popper, right? Like, right. <laughs> I would definitely I, watch that episode for sure. Yeah. As speaking of which, like, you know, as as a person who loves horror movies, I don't think I've experienced revulsion as much as I had like maybe like was, was like maybe two or three years ago when I first just saw like a still image and the name of that show. I was just like, <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> you know what's really weird? And this is this maybe this is a little gross. I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't be sharing this, but I've had not pimples like that, but I've actually had cysts that needed to be drained or popped. Yeah. Um. And it hurts like a motherfucker. But like the relief you feel when they actually do pop it is so intense that I can almost understand, like just from from an empathy point of view, understand why someone would want to watch it. Uh, you know, as as a form of enjoyment, <laughs> like just kind of right. saying, oh, I, I bet that feels so good for that person. <laughs> <laughs> but then, like, you're watching it. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, yes, it's definitely. But fucking back in the day, Rotten.com was a thing. So, <laughs> yeah, uh, don't look into that. Uh, millennials and, and cool Gen Zers, who I assume like, are our primary girl, audience. Lemon party. <laughs> Um, I'm going to fuck up your algorithms. <laughs> um, but they, uh, we, we get a little bit more like creepiness here. She's like, uh, again, there's, they, there's a lot of like, um, 
they play a lot and what what he kind of had had told his cinematographer the vision he was going for with this is that he wanted the movie to feel a lot like the shadow puppet play so there's a lot of like scenes of kind of like somebody's center frame things kind of moving in from the outside kind of in that same swirl pattern (laughs) Um, I i can definitely see that yeah and there's a lot of that um like focus on a primary thing and everything else kind of chair in the background and um there was i yes now that you're saying that there are a lot of scenes where in other in other movies you would say oh they framed it like this because something's going to happen over there yeah yeah but that's uh, not always the case here <laughs> yeah there's um i i i feel like it's a weird it's it's a, and it's a really cool one because i don't i don't feel like i see this that often where he frames a lot of kind of normal scenes like there's going to be a jump scare in them yes like it's exactly. just her walking through the market and like basically being told like hey you, you know you're you guys aren't right. doing so great or whatever like it's very there's an old lady sitting seat. down at the end of the hallway like wearing a shroud who who basically says oh she says you haven't left yet which, yeah. it, like, in the context of them talking about going on this trip to see her family home. Sounds like you know, an you're omen. Like, well, is, this, is this connected to that? But no, I think it's just an old lady who's like, why? We're fucking closed. Why are you still here? Yeah, yeah. But I I, I like a lot of that layering. Like, it's, it almost seems like it's not as over the top with that this is an omen thing. But there's that moment where, like oh, like, you should feel the dread of this scene the way I do. Like, why aren't you reacting this way? Right. <laughs> um, before, like, the movie does kick in, like, at the, the 50% mark where, yes, <laughs> she's well aware of what's happening and she's feeling the dread. And mm-hmm. um, But, yeah, the, we get this um, bus ride next, which, speaking of just fucking creepy, ominous scenes, um that are like ultimately sort of innocuous. Like there's a, there's a, there's a little bit of exposition in here and she sees some, uh, some little kids for the first time. Um, that'll prove to be pretty important later on. Um, girls, she sees them several times outside the bus. Yeah. She keeps seeing the same ones over and over again as they're driving along. Um, and and she does remark on that. Um, but there's just a lot of things framed here, like the uh, the, the guy coming back um, just toward her from the front of the bat, the bus. Right. They they make you think that like the like the guy in the car at the beginning that he's looking at her, where really he's just looking at someone else who's back there, and he he walks back to give her like a blanket or something. Yeah, yeah, and, and like Deanie's talking about being creeped out by like a guy behind her who's like keeps coughing. Um, but that's where we get a little bit more exposition. She there's a there's a scholar on the bus who is uh, <laughs> strangely like a scholar of Russian literature, <laughs> a scholar of Russian literature who's coughing to like keep people safe from spirits on the bus. So he's like an educated man with this like superstition. Um, and the Maya was not able to read what was on the scroll, and she lets. Uh, him see it and she's informed that it's a a, a protection spell but it's an, a protection spell cast by an evil person so you know <laughs> oh you know it's typical <laughs> <laughs> when you find that in your leg that's just you know i mean you know, pre pre you know 2016 or so maybe i wouldn't i would have 
stressed out a little bit. Now it's just part of the fabric of our daily lives, right? <laughs> yeah, at this point, why not, right? <laughs> um, but they get to, not to the village, but where they need to go to get to the village. Uh, yeah, there's like no, a bus stop in the middle of nowhere. That, that they don't even, uh, they, they find somebody who is one of the few people who even knows how to get there because there's no roads there. Not a, who has even heard of the place. Yes. Yeah. Um, this is like, I think a really cool thing about having your setting be Indonesia here because it's, there's places like this, like Jakarta is a huge modern city. <laughs> and then you go to the other side of Java and this is a like, they filmed this in a real village that didn't have a, a, a road to it. Didn't have, um, plumbing. Um, right. They, they, they built the, the giant house set and donated it to the village to use as a library um cool. after they were done but you yeah you 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 like uh he got dengue fever filming there <laughs> as soon cool. as he got there he got <laughs> dengue um so it's this this country that has these drastic shifts in culture as you go right. from the 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 urban modern city out to these villages where life is, you know, it's not like they don't know the city, but where you can go to a place that no one has heard of. <laughs> yeah. There's no, there's no roads there. And maybe people from outside the village and surrounding villages hadn't really been there in, in many years. Um, Cause this is a, this is a pretty creepy place <laughs> that they find. And they're kind of getting that, that outsider, treatment they came up they come up with a plan to um because they hear that the leader of the village is also a shadow puppeteer that they're gonna say that they're they're students that they're researching uh the, the shadow puppeteers in, mm -hmm. in the region and they're putting together like a book on it and they that's why they're kind of poking around here but they're you know obviously looking for that for that house and um they are told that they cannot meet with that leader tonight, so they decide to stay in that house. Just a you know, a good old good old fashioned horror movie decision. Of, uh, <laughs> so they just they just break in. <laughs> Which I mean, I guess to be fair, like she I think she does even mention like it's not like there's hotels here. Like what are we gonna do <laughs> like, if if the guy's not back? Like it's right. I mean, I, yeah, I don't I don't know what decision I would make. I don't know that I would have made that one, but. <laughs> And this, yeah, this house is just, it's, it's, you, you don't see any ghosts right away, but this is a haunted house. Like, oh, you, for sure. <laughs> you know that from, from go. Um, the bathroom, I fucking love that bathroom. Like, it's got like the big, like all the plants growing in that. Yeah, it's like, like the huge stone tub with the, uh, the water pump next to it and all the vines and plants are creeping down from the ceiling. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it's, it's, a. Uh, it's it's a look and they they use that I, again like i think what he does really well <laughs> um here more than i think even in the, like his other two movies which use kind of similar techniques is the um there's a shot where it's just maya in one room and a shape in the bathroom down the hall rises and starts coming toward her and it's this shrouded shape similar to that old woman at the beginning yes i and know it's what you're just about exactly and it's just dina Dini in her in her like towel drying off. She's like, no, oh, it's not a towel. 
It's like a blanket that she found in a drawer that was yeah. still in plastic wrap. <laughs> but why she's creeping down the hallway. <laughs> but they, they do kind of walk through it and they talk about that, you know, this, it looks like they just up and left. Like, why would somebody yeah, just leave, still leave this here. furniture and paintings on there's the wall? Pictures? And, there's like a, yeah. like a drawer full of pictures. <laughs> yeah. So they're able to kind of like put some more pieces together and, and kind of link her to this place a little bit more. Um, yeah. And that's uh, where we, we, I think next we have the the little, uh, it seems like she's going to follow somebody up and we follow kind of a village and we find out a little bit of what's happening here. Keith, Keith Sapati, the, the village elder has come back in the night mm-hmm. and he's called to a, uh, a home where a woman is in labor They've yes. already seen a, um, a funeral procession go, go by. Um, this is after they visited the graveyard, too, where she's she's yeah. visiting her parents' graves, and they find out that there are a lot of children's graves there. A lot of a lot of baby graves. And, a and lot there. of baby graves that were, like, the day they were born is the date of their death. There's not even a, a name on the tombstone. Yeah, yeah. So um, it's it that's, like, another thing that's just, like, kind of crazy to me in this movie. Like, it, it feels like this village, like, I don't know what the population is, but it seems like they're, they're spitting out for a remote village with no people. Spitting out a lot of babies, man. <laughs> I mean, especially when you consider what we find. What's going on? Yes. Like, well, yeah, what, we find out what's going on. Quit fucking. <laughs> Quit fucking or move. <laughs> Why put yourself through this? <laughs> you know it's going to happen. I, th- I think an important part of that is um, we're, we're going to meet another character fairly soon here um, with what Rathi is, is says kind of about the nature of curses. We, we come to find out there's a curse on this place. Yeah. Um, she doesn't she doesn't talk about the curse in that f- fashion until later on. No, no, that that's that's a ways out. But I think it sort of um, which, <laughs> but, but, you know, by the end of the, the very end, you're like, well, fucking. <laughs> What's <laughs> curses suck. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think this is something uh, like Joko Anwar has kind of said, like, yeah, this is a, this, this kind of my part of my point of view is that uh, she talks about that. If there's a curse on something um, or like a, an evil in the world that you can't, you can't end it. You can only change the nature of it. And I think yeah. that's a lot of what's going on here. And like, uh, Joko Anwar's like, yep, that's also my philosophy. Middle fingers in the air. Like, <laughs> that's how yeah. I end my movies, baby. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, it's grim. It's bleak at the end. <laughs> yeah. Spoiler, I guess. Yeah. Um, but what we come to find out is that the uh, the babies in this village are born without skin. They are yes. skinned babies, and the 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 village elders Kisapati uh, is drowning them. Um, when they're born, just to like put them out of their misery. Although we do find out later on. I mean, that's it's ter- That's terrible, right? But yeah. when the alternative is letting them live like that, it's less. We terrible. get to yeah, we get to <laughs> see just, one who's alive. <laughs> it's making the best of a bad situation. So I, I mean, I guess you kind of don't want to throw the baby out with the bathwater. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ! You got it in. I did. I worked <laughs> Um, yeah, but it's, our characters don't know this yet. Um, 
the transition here I think is kind of neat because it's like kind of Maya looking out and you think she's going to find out, but the it's the audience finds out instead. <laughs> right. Um, but uh, they, they get, they, they split up the next day. Uh, Maya goes to go get some, some food. Uh, and uh, Dini is approached by a couple of gentlemen at the house who tell her, Hey, you probably shouldn't have stayed here. It's 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 dangerous. It's uh, it's abandoned for a reason. And uh, she decides to go into business for herself. <laughs> yeah, she sure does. <laughs> and everything works out great. <laughs> um, I think she's I, I, I don't think she's like trying to cut her friend out or anything, but she says she's you know, she, she yeah. is. She's looking out for her friend at this point. She wants to make sure she's yeah. trying to find out if things are on the up and up. Yeah, she wants to to find out what's going on. So she says she's Rahia, and these uh, gentlemen say that they're gonna go lead her to talk to Kisapati. Um, and they 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 don't quite get to Kisapati, at least not uh not not before a few other things happen. Yeah, they kind of <laughs> they kind of take a path off into the woods, and she's like, well, why aren't we taking the main road? <laughs> yeah, um, before they a- attack her and. Uh, this attack scene is like she's trying to defend herself and just the guy mocking her by just like he's got like a she's got like a blade a short blade and he's got like a club and he's just like swatting her hand gently away with with the blade before his buddy like comes up behind her and like cracks her in the back of the head yeah i i will say that um of all the horrific things that are in this movie the close-ups that they put on her ankle after she kind of twisted her yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) it says it's pretty rough (laughs) yeah that's the uh those those hyper specific kind of tactile injuries in movies like mike flanagan the doctor sleep guy loves doing that with hands Mm. (laughs) um i i recently watched uh with with my partner um night of the living dead for the first time and i don't know how well you remember that movie but there's a part where like a zombie's hand gets like hit with a hammer and they like for the special effect, it's just like a clay hand and like her reaction to that clay hand being hit with a hammer was like, I don't know, seeing a skinned baby in this movie. It was like a very <laughs> visceral, like, Oh no, 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 no. <laughs> I It's, it's really, it's, it's weird because a lot of times they'll show you really horrific things in horror movies like this, but you're kind of detached from it because we well, have never seen the ghost. You, you like, you don't have any p- point of uh, relationship to that, but everybody's got hands. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a very like small tactile thing or like just even the difference between like something that's just so over the top as like, Oh, you're like hit with a machete so hard on top of the head that you like, you're, you split in half or something. It's like, Oh, yeah. okay. Like that's, that's so loony that. Right. It's, that's almost cartoonish. Yeah. Versus like, Somebody, I think I've, I've talked about in the show before, just like, you know, somebody getting their, like, fingernail pried off. Like, yes. that ain't going to kill you, but, ooh. <laughs> most people have, yeah, most people have had a moment like that or two. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, she is uh, captured, tied up upside down, and uh, Keith's potty comes to talk to her and, like, oh, you you were mistaken. That's uh, not not me, not the one you're looking for. <laughs> um, right. But, uh we we think maybe she's going to get uh a voice of of reason a voice of mercy as the as the the Kisapati's mother comes in but no nah, we right. get that just 
we got the tools come out and she <laughs> yeah is... she she comes in <laughs> she comes into this this temple place where they are we've got all the the knives laid out and great set. they've got a bucket great under set. her head so to catch the blood and she's like what are you guys doing and then she yeah. just picks up a knife walks up slits her throat to me and she's like they're gonna give birth like tomorrow we got a chance yeah. to save these do people <laughs> do it now um yeah and and this is like juxtaposed we see what 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 maya's doing too where she's like going to go get the food and she's having mm -hmm. this like pleasant ish interaction for this movie <laughs> with she's um, having a much different experience in this village so far <laughs> yeah. um but she meets somebody who's like a little bit more forthcoming with information about like oh that they, they the elders think there's a curse here and um you know that this house is had a bad reputation since I was little. I, I believe she says this. Her her grandmother. Um, yeah, her grandmother. Said that the house is diseased. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, but uh, we when we come back to to to, to Dini's story, uh, she's just being hung out on the line. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, just drying some laundry. <laughs> real, real affecting. I, I think just when you see what she's doing, it just appears so like domestic and innocent until you see like her throw the leather up. Like we know what she's done. We know like right, yeah. there's an A to B, but like it's a very the I, framing of it as being just so casual. I kinda, such a, I kinda like too I mean I kinda like too that you would have to put up something recognizable. I mean, like it could just be pale because it's they're hanging hanging her skin up to dry right yeah you really want that impact so you've got to put something recognizable up there so the first thing she throws up there are tits <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no mistake in this here here's here's what you got um yeah and then we're kind of a little bit off to the races in this movie because now maya's by herself in this village and right a little bit of like looking for her friend who we know she's not going to find. <laughs> yeah. And there, there's a little bit of like cat and mouse with, with the villagers going on where they're just mm -hmm. sort of, well, <laughs> but, uh, we'll, we'll help you find her. I'll send somebody. Yeah, let's, <laughs> let's, let's look. Um, but yeah, the, uh, she eventually discovers that the, uh, what's going on here, that these babies are being born. She sees a, she sees a birth. Yeah. Uh, and and the the woman who had helped her out earlier uh, or given her food um, kind of lets her in a little bit and and yeah she she, she hides her from the guys her. who hear her in the alleyway yeah. and then she takes her back to her place yes uh, and and seems to be like the one friendly voice here um, who is lets her in a little bit on, on, on what she saw that they've been living with this curse. Um, mm -hmm. And that uh, then Maya sees a, a, a picture on the wall <laughs> and she sees that, uh, that Roddy who's uh, her, her husband had gone to the city to look for a cure. Yep. <laughs> and her husband is the man from the beginning of the, of the film. So yeah. Uh, you know. uh, and then and then we also have the uh, the really impactful moment of uh, Roddy telling her, you know, she puts um, Raya's hand on her stomach and says, you know, can you feel it? Yes. And then she basically says she calls her by the I can't remember the name. Raya. 
Raya. She yeah, calls yeah. yeah, she calls her that so you know, you know, that she knew who it was all along. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's um I think kind of a a little bit of a brilliant move here where they 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 kill off her friend, but then they kind of give her this other like sympathetic character, but like the knife's already in for, for oh, Raya. Yeah. Oh, like, for sure. Like yeah. You already know that, like, she knows what happened to the husband that, like, and, and Roddy's just like, oh, he'll be back any day now with the cure. Um, yeah. and this, and this is also that, where we have the conversation about the curse and how you can't you can't break it. You can't stop it. You can only change it. And this is why yeah. she's OK with helping because she doesn't she doesn't hate her because there's no point in hating her. <laughs> yeah. And and um, she she had, it, you know. We, we, we find out a little bit more. There's a the, the ghosts pop up again and we get a little bit more of the exposition where we find out like the real story. But we get kind of the the fake story here. We get that. Uh, yes. Or at we least get, we get the story that version. all the towns we, folk know here. Yes. Yeah. We get we get one version of events. We get that um, the 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 boss of the village, her father, um married the most beautiful woman in the village that that like everyone was in love with mm-hmm. and that they could not have a kid um they tried and tried and tried until finally she got pregnant but after she got pregnant nobody saw the kid um so for what like five years yeah and then three girls went missing in the village and after the three girls went missing uh the uh the little girl was seen, the Rai was seen for the first time. Like, um, so there's this, you know, association. They already know there's right. something going on there. A uh, lot of townsfolk whispering that the two things aren't, uh, aren't disconnected. Yeah. Her father is also a shadow puppeteer. Um, and due to like the disgrace, at least the story circulating is that he, slaughtered all the people behind his the screen while he was putting on the 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 shadow play like he went mad yes um and that she had been taken out of the village after that but they 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 think there's a curse that the that the her father had done something with those girls to get uh you know skin for his for his daughter (laughs) um right i I have questions and I'm sure you don't have answers, but maybe you have another take on it, but I think maybe I'll hold on to those questions until we get to the actual, you the know, actual kind events. of reveal about what happens. Yeah. Cause I think there's a pretty, I think there's a pretty grim element to it. That is also kind of hand waved a bit too, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, that you kind of have to like put the pieces in your head together. Well, at least one of the things that the, um, that Mizni, the, the the mother, says, um, but yeah, the, the the villagers chase after them. She, after all this, like Roddy was still like hiding her and helping her get away, um, and Maya ends up seeing these three girls again, um, who who had led her there. And she had mentioned to Roddy that um, you know she had seen a child, and she's like, no, you have to be mistaken because there's. There right. haven't been any kids. She was saying, haven't, haven't you noticed there are no children in the town? She's like, I saw I saw three children. She said, no, that's not possible. <laughs> yeah, no, no, you fucking didn't. <laughs> um, but she sees these three girls who we now 
can kind of put together are the ghosts of the girls and they, they show the true story basically that, um, that the, the mother could not get pregnant, but ends up kind of falling for the current boss of the village. Yeah. I kind (laughs) of, the ghost kids are like, Hey, we're going to show you the truth. But, uh, first watch your parents. (laughs) I mean, you know, it's, they're ghosts. They're still here to haunt you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, mission accomplished, I guess. <laughs> um, but uh, we see that they uh, had produced the, the, the child between them and that the, the mother had uh, put a, 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 a curse on them when she discovered it. Put, yes. put a curse on the child. All right. So. Uh, I guess now would be an okay time to 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 bring in these questions here. Yeah. Is uh, why? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I think at the very end of this movie, one of the things you find out as this whole thing unravels is that um, Misni um had been a servant for Don uh, and his uh sure. father. Yeah. Um. And it, she kind of casually drops that, like, he had had his way with her. Right, that she was being used and, you know, kind of raped by the yeah. the, oh, the old master of the house, right? Yeah, so it, it's, she kind of takes this out on uh, this, this, because th- th- this is the household that had wronged her. So she's, like, carrying this resentment over so- so like I, I kind of I, I understand the idea of cursing the household, right? I understand yes. that. But she curses her her own son. Yeah. She curses her grandchild. Yep. She curses the entire fucking village. Yeah. Why? <laughs> bad bad news bears, man. That's a, that's. I, I think part of the. I guess all the... she had was a shotgun, right? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's it's black magic, not science. She, she um, wasn't that good at her job. <laughs> but I think it's um, a lot to do with kind of the links that we're willing to go to to get to get vengeance when we're wronged, and that's that's maybe like another I, angle. I am one hundred percent on board with her uh, passing the curse along to the family of the person who wronged her. Like that. Yeah. I still feel like you're kind of missing you know, the punishment on the person who deserves it. But I can, I kind of can understand that leap, but everyone else who just gets caught as like, I guess, collateral damage. But I think it's also like, especially her, it's her own fucking family. Well, it's, it's her son. Um, well, okay. and like her, maybe she her, has, maybe yeah. she has feelings about that since it was, I, she probably didn't want that kid. Yeah. And like, I, I, she would be the one like caring for it. And like, they, I think there's enough there of, of motivation where like, I do buy it. She is like a, she plays this character as a like resentful, bitter woman. It's <laughs> like no, from absolutely. frame one that, you know, like, even as she's just saying like, Hey, my son's not here. He'll see you tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Like there's some weight in them words. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> She um, seems like a real bitch from the very <laughs> from the very beginning. 
and you know maybe some justification for that but i i, I oh, think yeah, absolutely I, absolutely I'm, I'm being glib but <laughs> yeah but I, I think this movie has is is kind of saying something about like the costs we pay for that because it's again she curses the whole village it's like it's there, there's a whole spill from this thing she did and i think that's yeah. sort of what it's getting at is that you can't what 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 Joko Onwar has said is like the thrust of this movie and is the thrust of a lot of his work is why do people bring children into the world? What What is it about seeing the state of the world as it is <laughs> and you look at it and you say, you know what this needs? An- another. <laughs> I hate to say that I kind of feel him on that one a little bit. Oh no, I I mean we're both parents and I I I, I, I love my it. kids to death. Absolutely yeah. love them. I I would do anything for them. But there are there were times yeah, I'm there probably will be again. Right now is not one of them. I've had I've had dark times yeah. where I thought fuck, why did we do this? <laughs> Cuz it's not going to get better for them. This is not going to be good. Yeah, it's 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 a uh, um it's it's a uh, this is what I think when I talk about the the, I don't think horror is the best method for telling every story and and outlining every experience. But I think horror gets to the meat of this kind of apocalyptic thinking and idea mm-hmm. better better than any other genre. And for like evidence of that, like if you watch Don't Look Up, <laughs> I don't think I don't think you can make the jokey jokes <laughs> right. about this kind of idea and what's the this kind of kernel at the heart of this story. Um, Cause it's, it's, it's dark and it's, it's about the consequences of having a child or of bringing a, you know, what, what Roddy says that it's the nature of the curse changes, but the curse is always going to be there. It's, right. it's, it's kind of like a, you know, it's not original sin. Cause it's not, it's not as the idea it's, it's in Islam, but it's not right. as frontlined as it is in, in Christianity. Um, it's, it's there's bad in the world. There's always going to be bad. If it's not this, it's going to be something else. Yeah. And that it's, you can't, uh, you can't change it. You can't stop it. It's, it's going or, to be or you can, you can change it, but it's just going to be bad in a different way. Yeah. Um, which is not to say like there aren't solutions worth. I, I I am not an apocalyptic thinker. I am I am more of a I am prone to bouts of it. <laughs> I will admit. I, I maybe dabble. today maybe today in particular <laughs> I've yeah. been one of those times. Um but yeah, I, I think that's the heart of it. And I, I how this movie kind of bears out as like she experiences this nightmare situation. I mean like you you mentioned like a reference to Texas Chainsaw. I think like the there's a good chunk of this movie where it's just her getting chased around by these villagers and thinking maybe she's like found a way out or there's like a, oh there's this uh, a, a police officer has pulled up and the villagers mm-hmm. just fucking pop the cop in the head. <laughs> yeah. No, the, they they don't pop the cop in the head. The cop is one of the villagers. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. And, that's the it's the the versus the, the driver. Yeah, the, yeah. Yeah, the carriage driver that brought her to the village in the first place. Yeah. She reached, she manages to get in touch with him, and he brings a police officer. 
And the police officer just turns around and says, eh, bang. Yeah, I'm from here. Um, I guess one thing we should mention is that she does get a solution here. She does figure out that what she needs to do. Right. With with the with the three little girls kind of giving her the visions of what actually happened comes yeah. uh, a method of breaking the curse. Yeah. And, and that is that the little girls had their uh, – I guess another important thing to mention here is that the, the Don Unswango was not the person who did the massacre. He was killed in the massacre by Ki Sapati, um, who was, like, under the spell of his mother, um, who's, un- who's kind <laughs> if, of unaware. If you of... haven't watched this movie, this is going to be gobbledygook to you. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck there's a, following. There's a lot of exposition in this part, but yeah. basically it's the the village elder is is under the impression that he is fixing a curse that is like not part of his act of doing yes. or his mother's act of the, doing. The mother has made him forget everything, which was part of the original curse to, in the first place. Yeah, so he they think the solution to this is to kill Roddy and make uh new skins new uh, shadow puppet skins out of her skin the the what the ghosts are telling maya is that they uh <laughs> she needs to actually just reunite the bones of these girls who were killed which we, we also see them killed in shadow puppet fashion yes. um which I, that, <laughs> I like all the shadow puppet stuff in this movie oh it's really cool like um, we haven't gone into it a lot but it is like there are several scenes where they are doing the shadow puppetry uh, in addition to just it being framed like a shadow puppet story. Right. I mean, and you hear shadow puppets, you're thinking like, oh, fucking, you know, bunny, dog, blah, blah, blah. They've got whole puppets and they've got like a, a backing orchestra and um, just like hearing the the music and stuff. It, it's it's really interesting to, to see in here. Yeah, it's really it's it's intricate. It's like a, um, a this isn't like seems to be the major creative outlet of the community and like it is there's a lot of thought and care put into it it's a it's a whole performance and ceremony where they're like moving around in very specific fashions and, and built to be able to kind of like rotate certain ways and stuff right. like um but the they had made they had made shadow puppets out of the little girl's skin and they had to be reunited with the bones um and then we get our, our our kind of Shakespearean ending here where Maya's captured, but she's able to get through to Kisapati and tell him what happened. Mm-hmm. And uh when and he confronts his mother. He confronts his mother about it, and uh he he when he finds out his role in it, uh the, the knife that she was gonna use to slit Maya's throat, he uses it to slit his own throat. Um and she's <laughs> and distraught. Yeah. And does does the same thing. Welcome <laughs> like, to Throat Slit a Palooza. <laughs> this this very bleak culmination of all the stuff that's happened. But hey, you know, at least everything's hunky dory. And uh, you know, right. I think I think what really <laughs> seals the deal is there was another birth supposed to happen that night, and it happens. It, it goes, it goes off, and the baby is healthy. Yes. So that's like that is the thing that allows her to prove. That that her burying the the right the, that the, her the, version the of events is the actual version of events. <laughs> yeah, um, but we get a little like one year later postscript here where yep. uh, a, another person in the village is giving birth before uh, 
Misny appears in the mirror before her and oh, no, no, no. She's not giving birth. <laughs> she's just pregnant. Oh yeah. No, well, she gives birth the hard way. She I, gives... well, <laughs> I guess <laughs> she has the fetus eaten out of her by Misny in the mirror. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck that grandma. <laughs> she hates babies. Again, like imagine this is like Dame Judy Dench. <laughs> like an equivalent just, just shoving a handful of fetus into her mouth <laughs> but that's that's kind of our movie and i i i know we had like a a rough go of it with with some with, with a folk horror movie the last time i'm, mm-hmm. I'm kind of curious like how the the folk stuff worked here did, like did you uh th- i i will say like Maybe part of why I love this movie a lot is how much it reminds me of Resident Evil 4. <laughs> okay. Okay. Watching it, watching it, I was definitely thinking it had those kind of vibes. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the the whole the whole village and the the villagers chasing people down. The, I, I could definitely see it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not enough uh, suplexes with exploding heads for my taste, but. You know, that's for the sequel. That's for <laughs> that's that's the Evil Dead two. That's in Pedagore two. <laughs> um, but yeah, was there was there other stuff that you kind of wanted to call out and and talk about? I like I like the score too. I think it's a pretty cool and effective score. There's like some really cool parts in the chase sequence that uh, are just it's more of that same like single light source shadow puppety stuff, like where she's mm-hmm. hiding in the in the tree, and yeah. it's like that really gnarled. Uh, I don't know what the, I'm, I'm, I'm bad at plants, um, (laughs) gnarled bark tree that she's kind of hiding in the, uh, like a mangrove or something. Yeah. Yeah. One of 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 those things. (laughs) Anything else leap into mind or do we want to, um, maybe, maybe pull up onto sales territory early here. Early. (laughs) (laughs) I think we're right on schedule. Some more digressions. Um, uh, no, I don't have. I, I think we kind of went through the whole thing. I don't know. Yeah, like, I like don't we have did. anything else. I don't have any uh, inappropriate baby jokes to make or anything like that. <laughs> you don't want to do Misney at the end of it saying, "Get in my belly." <laughs> well, I mean, we're, I think we're contractually obligated, so I'm glad you you did the honors there. <laughs> All right. Um. So pitch on this one. Um. I want yeah, my baby I, back, baby back. Baby. <laughs> I I think I kind of outlined a lot of it. Just kind of um, I, we've talked in the past about like um, depression, grief processing, and you know prior guest on the show uh, Jennifer Fed had kind of mentioned horror serving a, a similar function for her, sure. like maybe a, a like a uh, rose colored glasses off. <laughs> look look at the world sometimes and I, I don't think the um the topics again can be kind of done another way i i really like i kind of mentioned too like i i really like that it's um as ignorant i I probably got like 10 things wrong about indonesian indonesian cinema and and mispronounced names but well, I, I mean I, as the I, podcast prominent scholar on indonesia you really ought to do your homework in another gosh. <laughs> but I, I think I I really love highlighting movies like this from uh you know 
non-Western cultures and um, it's just, just countries I'm not as familiar with because I haven't done a lot of international traveling. And it's like, it's kind of a cool way to like expand your worldview. And I think uh, yeah. folk horror in particular, you're kind of seeing people grapple with their past. That's kind of at the root of it. Um, okay, yeah. And I... I find that like culturally fascinating. I think you had, you had mentioned before that um, you felt that, you know, even though it was like a a foreign film and it could have been like this, just a good translation that it felt um, familiar in a lot of ways Um, and, and not un not impenetrable. There weren't like, right. It it fairly accessible. Like it didn't feel like there was a disconnect um, like I wasn't trying to work my way past the weirdness of being from another place. It felt like it could have been here. Yeah. And I, I think this is like one of the things that I, I love about good art is that like Joka Anwar did not make this for an American audience. Like it was not no. released to, to a lot of theaters here outside of like festivals and it played at Sundance. Um, it was for an Indonesian audience and that's who he was crafting it for. But I think good art kind of gets at universal truths. And I, I I think this hits a lot of um, base assumption fears that are that speak cross culturally very well, um, and it's it's cool to see a different perspective on that. So I I, I, I will say that this feels um, while I was watching it, you know, aside from feeling like Resident Evil, <laughs> I feel like it felt um, it reminded me a lot of like like a campfire story, like a ghost story you would tell. Um, yeah. Especially as like, I, I, I guess one mild criticism is like, as details were being piled on and, mm-hmm. and the ghost did this and the witch did this. And this. Right. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I, I kick it over to you. I, I anxiously await your verdicts uh, on the, the rubber match for folk horror. We got a, a yeah. win for midsummer. We got an, we got, a W that turned into an L for Blood on Satan's Claw, but uh, where are we had a. I think it should have been an L the first time too. <laughs> um, all right, we're on the sales floor. I I I don't really have I don't really have a hard time saying that I liked this movie a lot. I'm I'm buying this movie. I I thought it was um, all the things that we've said so far extremely well crafted, very relatable. Um, I think at one point, maybe not actually during this recording, but off mic, maybe you had said this was uh, submitted for Academy Award uh, yeah. consideration here. Um, yeah. Did not did not make it, but it was it was every uh, country can submit one film. Yeah. And I, I feel like that I, I feel like the only reason it wasn't considered is because horror rarely is. Yeah, and it's it's kind of that interesting thing that we run into. We ran into it with Day of the Beast as well, where we have these like very genre forward movies. Like there, it's not like Silence of the Lambs, where it's like, oh, it's a thriller. Um, but that sweep awards <laughs> in other countries. Yes. And here, and here, it's like very tisk tisk tisk. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't want to go too much into yeah. you know American exceptionalism. <laughs> <laughs> except that we are and it's except great. yeah except that obviously <laughs> um no yeah I, I like this movie a lot um i can't really say too much more than what we've already said I, I feel like just the discussion that we've had 
during the previous hour, 20 minutes. Uh, yeah, I, I got kinda, that sense, but it's yeah. always nice to have the, the stamp. Yeah. Um, so I have a, uh, a Crispin Glover award for acting excellence here for bringing, bringing the most to a movie. Right. Um, and I'm just going to pull this out and, uh, and hand this to in a, in a supporting role, uh, Marisa Anita as Dini. Uh, okay. as the as as the fun impulsive friend because i think um I, I was gonna say i feel like you would have a hard time uh picking crispy in this one because there's there's not a lot of performances that really stand out in that fashion there's a lot of sub- subdued work in this movie yeah it's 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 um for a movie about like a, a village that has skinless babies i mean most people are underplaying it um yeah. and i don't think she's like she's she's not nick cage in the role but i i think she's the one who's like never really gets the danger she's in until it's too late and like kind of brings like a personable fun energy to the movie. And I think she's uh, the, the actress plays her as a, as, as like, you know, the friend that they're going to get you in trouble, but it's like, they mean well and it's fun to hang out with them. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I talked about how, you know, my, my thoughts about her earlier. Um, yeah. 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 She I definitely. Think. She definitely brings a certain energy to the, to the show. Yeah, so uh, we got our we got our crispy, we got our verdicts here. Let's uh, let's talk a little bit about a uh, next time. And uh, Jed, I've I've got this uh, Garfield calendar out in front of me here, um, and it looks like um, I, I'm looking at Mondays because I dread them, and that's when you know, yeah, barring barring some Garfield calendar, barring some uh-ohs, that's that's when we usually release our episodes, but. Um, I saw that the Monday, uh, looks like it's Monday the ninth. Oh, oh shit! That means there's a Friday the thirteenth. Uh, sure does. That's uh, it's the most joyous time of the year, my friend. Yeah. We the are going to be are here. Celebrate. <laughs> be covering, um, you know. We, we've got a, a track record with her, with my boy, Jason. Um, he's, he's, I'm on record saying love Jason, hate his movies. <laughs> we've done, th- we've done three films so far and uh, only one of them got a, got a, got a win. The other two got L's. Um, so three thirty three average hall of fame material. Um, <laughs> we're going to, we're going to knock that up to 500 and we're going to cover Probably my second favorite Friday the 13th movie after Final Chapter, the first one we did. We are going to cover Friday the 13th Part 2, our first uh, front and center starring Jason Voorhees movie, not just a singer at the end. The uh, this this is he's our he's our he's our main dude in this one, um, as you as you have never seen him before, I think. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I know a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I know he doesn't have that the mask in this one. Okay, okay, good, good. Um, I am a fan of the look. I'm a, I'm, I kind of wish that they'd dip back into Sackhead Jason, maybe just once in a while. Um, or, or at least for part of the movie, right? Yeah, yeah, just you know, doesn't need to be an all the time thing, but yeah, maybe, or maybe just Fedora Jason. Maybe just try some new or, ones. Uh, try to... Malay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so really looking forward to doing that. I love the high holidays. Uh, I, I I guess I should say I, I don't mean any sort of religious offense there. I uh, <laughs> I have had it pointed out to me that maybe that's not the best phrase to use for it, but 
so that's it's that time of the year it makes me so joyous um so yeah i uh, do you want to go into anything you're vibing on before we get into the business side you know i i had something before we started recording and it's gone okay must not have been very good <laughs> no i think it was very good so you guys are just gonna miss out on it okay okay I, my mom used to say that when i forgot what i was thinking i'm gonna drag me up a goddamn wall um <laughs> So let's let's talk about business side. Uh, please reach out to us. We got our uh, email account, uh, selling the scream at Gmail. Uh, Facebook group, we'll let you on in there. That's got like upcoming uh, movies that we're going to be covering. Maybe some ideas for like a double feature for it. Uh, you know, just some maybe just a, a dumb meme I found. But uh, come on in there. We'll, we'll uh, just got to answer our robot questions and we'll be pals with you. Mm-hmm. Um, and Twitter, I am at uh, Scream Selling, usually just shouting uh, rage into the void in the past day or two, if that's anything to go by. Um, yeah, I mean, what else can you do? <laughs> um, if you could please uh, rate and review our, our show, if we've uh, brought any any joy to your day, um, we would really appreciate it. Spotify does uh, require you to listen to the end, so just please let it play out for like 10 more seconds and, and click that button. Um Apple looks like uh, the iOS review on this one is, um, huh, it says to leave a, a bad review. What you want to do is uh, cut open your thigh, slip it in there to keep the spirits away. So that I mean, seems, that's the uh, only logical thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> and then ask no, fur- no further questions about it. <laughs> right. <laughs> but yeah, um, until then, join us for uh, Friday the 13th, part two. Uh, next time, bye. Bye-bye. Oh, thank you.